Hey there, Mike. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. I'm excited. Why are you excited? Because we're about to have round two of the epic battle that is Brett Kelly versus Patrick Brown. Well, I mean, we don't, like, fight each other or anything. We just have some... Well, I mean, even still, it's I I, I think it's just a a, a, a difference of of uh, you know, what is important. Uh, I distinctly is, is remember name calling last time. <laughs> no, I think I think Patrick's right. Hi, this is Brett. Uh, I think that Patrick's right. It is about um, a difference of opinion, um, but it's the, the thing is, my opinion is is right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the difference and, is, and yours is not. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. So um, you know. So <clears throat> welcome, Brett Kelly. This is Brett Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you I may couldn't not just sit by. know him, but uh, you may have felt his presence uh, uh, from the uh, sheer uh, ego um, that entered that <laughs> conversation. Um, so uh, you know, uh, how you doing? I'm just fine. How are you? Doing great, my friend. Good. Actually, we, we we get along very well. Uh, we we just spent a good twenty minutes talking about whiskey, uh, so uh, that's always uh, puts us uh, in a good mood for a, a robust conversation. Right. I was actually so, drinking hey. whiskey. What? Oh, are you? No. Oh, dude. Goodness. I wish. Man. No, I'm not. Come on, pass that. <laughs> pass it to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Don't park on the grass, man. Just put it in the eye of the hurricane and just let it go right up there. What we what are those? Oh yeah, you probably don't get them on the I live on in Southern California, side. man. Yeah, yeah, in Southern California. They they don't they don't get hurricanes. Our natural disasters show up unannounced. <laughs> oh man. East Coast hurricane and an earthquake in the span of a week. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um all right. So, Mike wanted to have you back on. I could have cared less, but Mike right. wanted to have you back on. <laughs> to, uh, uh, because uh, Evernote actually had a, a pretty kind of major update recently on, on not just the desktop versions, but the only one we care about is the Mac one, um, but also um, on iOS, too, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, you want to, you know, kind of give us uh, just a kind of brief overview of some of the kind of major things that were added, Mr. Expert Evernote Power User that thinks your app is so hot? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> Don't hate, all right? <laughs> I'm here as a favorite of Mike, and my, my patience has quickly evaporated. <laughs> okay, so... Here, let me Mike, get you a whiskey. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so, a couple of the, the biggest points are uh, rich text support, like the ability to, like, actually edit your notes in rich text, which is, like, um, bold italics lists, a lot of real basic, like, HTML-style uh, styles you can apply to your text. Um, you now, can read, now wait. Like, you could mm. you could do that before on the Mac version, just not on iOS. Correct. Right? Correct. And and now you can do it on iOS too. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now it's not as just a caveat. Like you, 
you can't like download a web page on your Mac or like clip an entire web page as HTML on your Mac into Evernote and then open it up and edit that exact note on your iPhone um, mm. because the 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 standard like text control that comes with iOS with the SDK that de- developers use doesn't allow for styled text so they had to basically build their own and being able to edit just an arbitrarily complex HTML document is I don't think anyone can do that. So I think that they had to decide, okay, so this is the, these are the, uh, the features we're going to allow, we're going to support. Now, if you try to bring in a document that sort of exceeds the maximum level of complexity that our parser can understand, we're going to have to try to, you know, make it workable. So, yeah, you know, don't expect to be able to grab a Wikipedia page and then open it on your iPad and then start dinking around with it because that won't work. I mean, it, that, that may even change. I mean, because I... I I know that through you know hearing through the grapevine and stuff that mail in in um, OS five iOS five has the ability to to bold and italicize and, and stuff which no other native iOS app has had before. So I don't know if that's an SDK like a, a piece. So maybe potentially if it is, it could be something that could be looked at in the future and it might make it a bit easier because the actual OS understands it. Mm, I think well, I think that um, the way Evernote stores textual data when you're typing it into either the Mac or Windows or any of the clients is it renders it as HTML, which is a thing that Patrick and I have gone around about. Mm. Um, which I don't <laughs> think mail will do. Maybe it may, which I suppose it could, but um, I think that what Evernote really wants and needs to really create like a cohesive you know, edit it the same way everywhere kind of experience on all of its clients is going to have to be a, it's going to have to be HTML. So if right, if okay. If iOS five does support like basic styling of text in the regular standard text control, it might might prove helpful. But what do I know? I'm an idiot. Go ahead. Well, yeah, but but well, I mean, but just to be clear, and this is the thing. Yes, we've gone round and round about is that it's even taking say plain text, or in this case, you know. It's taking what could simply be a basic plain text file and could simply be an RTF file, which well, Safari can read just fine. Um, so is you know it doesn't have to be converted uh, to HTML for a say browser to display that, um, but it's taking those things and it is converting them into HTML essentially. Well, the reason it's doing that is uh, because it doesn't just like because this is one of the differences between Yojimbo and Evernote is Yojimbo just accepts one piece of data whether it be a, a text file or a hand or a, you know a typewritten text thing within the app or a PDF or a web archive or whatever but you aren't allowed to like arbitrarily combine a bunch of different elements inside of a single unit of storage within Yojimbo um, Evernote on the other hand is designed to allow you to drag in a web page and then go in and drag another web page on top of it or put a PDF in the middle of it or delete some text from around it. Like it has to, it wants you to be able to edit everything you put in there other than obviously like binary files. So in order to achieve that, it has to like break things down to the lowest common denominator that will work across all the platforms where it runs. And they've got a couple different options there, but HTML is the most uh, mature and it's the most easily understood, and any computer that is well, is running right now can can render HTML. Yeah, you know it's ubiquitous. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, word. And you know, and I think that that's kind of where our, you know, where our, uh, yeah, you know, 
I don't know, struggle. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, that's that's where it, it comes into play, right? Is, well, I mean, I think that because I mean, I, I understand the reasons why Evernote has made those choices and why and why that's an advantage for a lot of people, and I respect that. You know, on the other hand, you know, I, I think that that you know has the side effect of you know that just happens to be beneficial to uh, the bottom line of uh, most corporations which locks you into a into a particular silo uh, and into a particular product oh patrick <laughs> you there you go with your hyperbole again <laughs> locked in i'm making air quotes right now locked in <laughs> silo, which we just dis- we just established, I believe, was written using HTML. <laughs> you know, okay. just saying okay. the yeah, proprietary yeah. language, the proprietary HTML. language that any text editor on the world in the world can open up and read and edit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sure. Go ahead. Locking silos. Yeah, you were no, saying no, 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 no. It's it, it's it's okay. It's all I right know. because we both. Well, unless something's changed, please tell me this has changed, Brett. When I say select all of the items in my library and go to say file and export, mm-hmm. what are my choices? HTML and ENEX, which is an XML format. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. But HTML is 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 one of those choices, right? Oh, okay, all right. Okay. It has been for make sure. like versions and versions. That's not has it. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. Then I then I missed that in a previous version back when I used it. Um, so my bad. Um, so we got. Uh, so you can export it out as HTML, and then you can say, bring that into your favorite text editor of choice. Uh, well, advanced text editor, like say a BB Edit or a TextMate or Text Wrangler, and strip out the HTML. Right? Yeah. Thus, well, you know, kind of leaving you with just text. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. I think I think, yeah, I Brett, I think Brett won, that, won that round on points. I think. Yeah. Well, no. I'm just I'm 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 just making. Sure. It's been a while, dude. It's you know I haven't I haven't <laughs> you know I haven't had cause to use it because like I don't have to worry about all of these extra histronics of you know kind of getting my things back to the way that I want them because some program took them and modified them in ways that caused me to have to go through such histrionics, right? Well, let, let me let me translate uh, what Patrick just said <laughs> 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 to be a little less like vitriolic. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> the program that you that didn't take things from you as much as you gave them the the things that you're talking about. And it didn't wrangle them in such a way that, like, they are now irreparably and irreversibly changed. You know, it's no, no, they're they're completely reversibly changed with uh, some additional work on my part. Yeah. Well, okay, but we've we've established, and I feel like we're like restating the same point. Is like your oh, yeah, okay. big hang up with Probably. Evernote is the fact that you cannot take things out exactly the way you put them in. And yeah. my my answer to that is, well, if you want to have Evernote run on all the smartphones and all the computers and all the operating systems that it runs on, it simply can't do that. It's just impossible. Understood. So, Understood. And I, and I and I grant that. That's not something that is important to me. Mm-hmm. What is important to me is... Uh, I'll give you a perfect example of how this was important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just today, 
I uh, started a new project file in uh, Scrivener for the book I'm working on. And in Scrivener, you know, using just kind of the default blank template, you have a, you know, place for your draft of the book you're looking for, but you have this other place for research. Well, up until now, the research I've been coming across, I've been just throwing it into Yojimbo. Mm-hmm. A mixture of all sorts of things from bookmarks to uh, to actual uh, – what, what are those web files called? Where it's not web a archives. bookmark, but – Oh web yeah, archive. web archive. Thank, thank you. Web archive, RTF, you know, text, uh, PDFs, just a whole mixture of stuff, right? And uh, I wanted to import these into the research area in in Scrivener. So what did I do? I simply took the you know you know found I all tagged them with the same tag so in Yojimbo I I brought up everything with that tag select it all drag drop into a folder on the desktop and then go to Scrivener and import point it at that folder boom everything's there yeah everything's there exactly as it was in Yojimbo from you know, the PDFs remained PDFs. The text files remained text files, and the RTFs remained RTFs. The bookmarks remained bookmarks, and the uh, web archives remained web archives. No change whatsoever. If Scrivener did an iPad app, which it might be the reason they haven't, but the guys, uh, um, is it Literature for Latte is the company? I'm yeah, 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 Literature and, and Latte. And Latte. I think that might be why they maybe haven't done an iPad companion app is because it has those sort of features which um, you know, I believe Breton when he says it would be very difficult to have a a companion app work the same way I guess where it could have all of them files because it wouldn't know where it was pulling them in from and it probably couldn't keep them in the same formats because the uh, iOS devices don't understand them well I mean those particular files the iOS iOS understands or I should say at least I can read any of those files in the Yojimbo iPad app. So if I can read them in the Yojimbo iPad app, then I would assume that there's nothing stopping. But you can't edit them. So well, how is it How is it showing them to you? I mean, because the Yojimbo mm. app, you're not allowed to edit. So could it potentially yeah. just be sort of flattening everything into an image? I don't think so, but that's a good question. Because that, that's probably also it why it's, well, it's an uneditable database that you're presented with, Yojimbo. Very well could be. Very go. well could be. And, and you know, for, for these purposes, um, and one of the reasons why I, you know, stored these things in Yojimbo and I'm writing, while I'm writing my book on the iPad, is that... Uh, it, for these research sort of things, I don't. I don't need to edit them. It is a kind of view only affair for me, and all I need to do is be able to reference them, right? So, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Jimbo has its its limitations, uh, not the least of which is if you're expecting something to be updated with the for any sort of frequency. Even approaching Evernote, <laughs> Yojimbo is not for you. 
<laughs> because they take their sweet times releasing updates for Yojimbo, and uh, and even those updates are very, like, you know, oh, here's an update where we're adding this one feature. Enjoy. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Well, you know, that's a great update for a year. It got one feature. Great. You know? It's like, it could be... But that's also one of the things I appreciate about it, right? I appreciate the fact that it pretty much just just works, and if it isn't broke, there's no one up there trying to fix it. And there's no one trying to add features that it doesn't necessarily, quote-unquote, need. You know, that if it works for you now the way that you want it to, as it does for me, then you don't have want or need for those features. Uh, recently, um, Brett, there's been some other stuff that came out of Evernote. Now, this all came at the Trunk Conference. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I think they well, they announced like a lot of changes to the apps. Uh, the the release, like the new iOS version and the new Mac version, came out a few days after the conference. But they, they mentioned them in passing there, including um, the acquisition of Sketch. Oh, well, yeah, they did mention that at the conference. Sorry, I thought you meant, like, app features. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's speech. talk about that, because that, right. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, well, we've... A lot of people at Evernote um, use Skitch a lot, including myself. And... Now, explain yeah. what Skitch is, for, the, for um, those listeners that have no idea. Okay. So, Skitch is and an me. app that... Uh, skip the... Uh, skip. Skitch is an app that runs on your Mac that allows you to take screenshots of various parts of your desktop as well as um, like photos using your eyesight camera or you can just drag a, a random photo into it and lets you sort of annotate it add some basic drawings to it or add some text to it resize it um, it's a relatively simple image editor but it's really cool for quickly sharing um, you know like if I'm working on some website and I can't get some CSS thing to work I'll just grab grab a quick screenshot of it upload it and I can link to it in a few seconds and share it with you know the planet yeah, so I remember Skitch I remember when Skitch was released it was quite it was a quite a big hit because um, it, yeah. it's developed by well it was developed by a company called Plask who make mm -hmm. Comic Life which a lot of Mac owners may, may know because Comic Life used to be bundled with Macs oh yeah yeah yeah, I used to. I've used Comic Life for all sorts of weird things. I made Christmas cards with Comic Life, Smart. right? Smart. I've made website headers with Comic Life because they have the the cool way to be able to kind of uh, manipulate uh, text and bend it in unusual ways and yeah. stretch it in strange ways, and so it's great for like using for uh, for like creating interesting website headers or things like that. Yeah, Comic Life has some 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 interesting outside of the outside the box usage. As so I could say. Skitch was a paid application. It's now free, right? Is that right? That's right. And what is the what's the future of, of Skitch? Like what what, is, what have the Evernote Corporation said about what the future is? Um, just that we are. Well, I'm speaking as. And a, like I said, <laughs> as just a regular guy. Not this is not a I'm the Evernote guy talking to you now, but um, they they want to put it on more platforms. It's on. They they released the Android version the day of the conference, which I've played with and is really cool. Oh, I'm going to download that. I mean, you yeah. just reminded me. And they're looking to bring it toward to other additional platforms in the future. I have no idea when or which, but they've said that publicly. 
Nice. We would assume, I mean, you know, you, you, you haven't got to say anything, we'll assume that iOS would be great, and I'm sure that that's being looked at. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. As would I. <laughs> <laughs> and Windows, you know, right. obviously. Yeah. yeah. And there's going to be, like, tighter integration with Evernote, I would assume. Yes. It is going to remain its own app. A lot of people oh, were right, concerned okay. about that at first, that it was going to be, they were going to roll the Sketch functionality into the Evernote clients. And uh, as of now, from what I understand, that's not the case. They're going to continue that to develop Sketch me. alongside. I mean, I would have thought it would have been naturally just become part of the service. I, well, I, I personally don't consider that to be a bad thing because I am an Evernote user. Well, so I think there's a lot of people like our, our friend Patrick here who likes Sketch and, and would love to string Evernote up. But uh, <laughs> I would hate to see like the functionality of an app they really like rolled into the functionality of an app they don't necessarily like that much, or just and an we, app they don't use. I mean, so right? And the yeah. use cases for Evernote and Sketch are pretty. I mean, there's a, a little bit of overlap, but not much. So, well, yeah. I mean, there is a good amount of overlap, but you can be a hardcore Sketch user and never hear of Evernote and not use Sketch to any less of an extent. I think for me, what's really great is Sketch was one of those apps. It was in open beta for years, um, yep. and then they released it to pay on the Mac App Store, and yep. now the Evernote Corporation have just made it free for everyone, which I think is great. Yep. Because it's it's you know I'm it's not an app that I'd really used for a while because I hadn't got around to buying it because I, I guess I I didn't really use it enough to warrant purchasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love now that you know I haven't got to worry about that, and I've got the full application, you know, for free. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, well, I, I paid for Sketch the day it came out. I used the crap out of Sketch. So. Yeah, what's what's funny? I I've never really used Sketch. I've I've downloaded it and I've seen it and I've like played with it. And then I was like, I, I don't really have much of a use for this. I mean, There's a few apps that it, like sort of me. do the same thing or similar things, mm-hmm. like uh, Little Snappers one. Um, yeah, and there's like Cloud App and Dropler and some of those newer ones that just yeah, now, easily see, screenshot and upload real quick. Or I was just gonna say, so Sketches and you'd put that in kind of the same realm. See, see, I see Sketches like this screenshot app, and maybe I'm just misinformed. Whereas I see like Dropler and uh, and Cloud App as uh, just the the ability to upload any you know thing, whether it be a file or um, some text or um, or a screenshot, but it could be any picture. Upload right. it and, and be able to sh- share it with a short link. Easily. No, I, I didn't mean to imply that like Dropler and Cloud App are like have parity with Sketch in terms of features or vice okay. versa. Um, just that with all three apps, you can quickly take a screenshot and upload it to the web and share it. Gotcha. That's like okay. that's Sketch. Right. I think that's Sketch's primary use case, and it's one of the primary use cases of Cloud App and Dropler. Yeah, yeah I, I, only, I only use Dropler to share to share um, images. Like screenshots. Yeah. I mean, I I know that some people do use it to share links, but I don't I don't really get that. Sharing links, yeah. yeah that like, if you have a link, why do you need to add another layer of link to it? When because when Twitter's already doing it themselves now, I don't really well, get it. I don't. I, I'm sure it makes sense for some yeah. people, but it doesn't really make so much sense for me. Well, and don't even get me started on because Twitter has made some changes recently with how they're handling links. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother uh <clears throat> for lack of a better term, bitch fest. Um, <laughs> so may I make a suggestion? Uh-huh. Maybe we yeah. should return to the uh the, the iOS 
stuff just so I can finish this yeah. list because I'll feel yeah, like yeah, 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 for an sure. a-hole if I don't. Yeah. All right. So uh, rich text editing, which we went on for a little bit about, and uh, access to shared notebooks, which I believe just means you can read them. You won't be able to edit or add to shared notebooks currently, um, which if you're not Evernote users, you won't really give a crap about, but I think it's a pretty cool feature. Uh, they added a pin lock, which is similar to like when you add a pin lock to your iPhone. You have to enter in a, a numerical sequence before the phone will unlock. You have to do that. You can add that to Evernote now. I think that's apply. a great okay. feature. Yeah, that's a lot of people ask for that. So now, is that to Evernote in general, or can you just do that with individual notes? Um, that is just to Evernote in general. If you want to protect certain re- certain textual bits within an, a note in Evernote, you can encrypt those and require a passphrase to decrypt them. Right. But right. yeah, this is just to add an extra layer of security in case you know. Yeah, you're letting your, your phone, your neighbor's kid, play with your iPad or whatever, and gotcha. he happens to fire up Evernote. Yeah, uh, just been playing around with Skitch, and it's really great on the Android. So yeah, it's really nice, and they got an elephant button and everything. Uh, so iOS Evernote has search within notes. So if you have a like a super long ass note, you can you know fire up a little search and search within it, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, they totally redid the iPad UI, which I won't go into all the stuff they did to that, but it's really, really cool. If you use Evernote on the iPad, you should update and take a look. And Evernote marketing chatter guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I want to blow through those real quick just so I made sure that I, yeah. that was like possibly why I was asked to be here. So, yeah, exactly. sure we got no, to them all. No, it certainly was. So, and, and so. Now, this big conference that we keep referencing, uh, this big Evernote conference where, like, they yeah. were um, – uh, you you gave a talk there, right? Didn't you uh, do a presentation there? Uh, yes. Technically, I was on stage, and I made noises while people sat and looked at me. And and when you made those noises, <laughs> what 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 sorts of things might those noises have been about? Um, the well, the the overarching theme of my talk was um, Evernote power user strategies. So, just sort of, and I, it's a little presumptuous to just get up there and say that this is how I do it, so this is how you ought to do it. But it was more of just a things that have worked for me and advice based on those things. Gotcha. If you want to become like a super Evernote badass like myself, right. And and I imagine that at least some of these strategies are in uh, this Evernote book you wrote, Evernote Essentials. Um, Is that correct? actually no, no, they're not. Ooh, so they'll be in the update to Evernote Essentials that uh, has long been rumored to appear. One Seriously, day. it's a matter of days. Like I am, I expect to get it so soon. I, I hate that I don't have it yet. But anyway, uh, actually. Mm, no, they're not going to be in the book either. And I'll tell you why. Wow. Okay. Um, so the book is, I've tried to adjust the marketing, quote unquote, to more clearly uh, articulate this, but it's not in really intended for like advanced users or even kind of, well, I mean, intermediate users would find value in it, but it's not meant to like make you awesome. It's just meant to get you like to where you are, a, you know, a workable user of this piece of software. Like you can sit down at it and you can, do your stuff um, right. and if you want to be- become make it more of a you know, lifestyle or whatever like I sort of have then yeah then you could do some of the stuff that I talked about in the talk 
So, any plans to uh, to talk about uh, the kind of advanced strategies in some publication or online, or maybe share video of your presentation or something like that somewhere? Well, I'm told that they're going to that they might all the talks were recorded and they're going to be on the internet at some point after they get edited. I wouldn't be surprised if mine is accidentally dropped or something. Because it got <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Oh, oh no, the hard oh, yeah. drive with Brett's yeah, talk on was, exploded. We, we, lit on, we lit it on fire on accident. We're so sorry. <laughs> and then we run over it with the Evernote elephant truck. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure we put it out. Okay, so sorry, Jumbo. Brett. Now the left foot. <laughs> Do you have any no. copies anywhere of your of your discussion notes? And then we just need to make sure we take care of them for you too. Yeah, <laughs> I had turned over my iPad that I read from while I was talking. <laughs> they had to make sure it was clean. <laughs> no, it'll, it should be up oh. soon. And I, all right. I, I mean, people afterwards said it was really good, so I don't. I'm being a little bit self-deprecating, like I do. Well, well, but, well sir, please, if it does uh, go up any time between now and the time this episode airs, uh, please uh, make sure to ping me so I can make so I can put it in the show notes. I will. I don't expect it to, but I will. All right. No, I okay. mean like just cool. that fast. And I mean, I expect it to show up at some point, but just not. Well, when are we airing this? Eighth, eighth uh, of September. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, okay. So we're going to wrap this up, I think, now. And you know, we we now know that basically, you know, Evernote uh, wins, and that Yojimpo is this antiquated program that never sees any updates that no one ever really uses. Um, I'm and, glad you finally got that by me. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm comfortable with that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that when I'm in the cave. Um, so, uh, where can people find you, young man? Oh boy, uh, you can read my somewhat serious blog at nerdgap.com. And uh-huh. you can read my lunch pictures blog at brettkelly.org. And Got you can it. follow me on Twitter, uh, finding links on one of those two pages. And because I won't spell it. Hmm? At inkedmn for those uh, who don't feel like spelling it. That's right. Or searching for it, I should say. And if you want to buy my book, I, sh- I've, I was told I should be a little more aggressive in telling people to buy it. If you want to yes. buy the book, you can go to evernoteessentials.com, which will take you to the right spot. Terrific. And it's uh, so update good. Update coming soon. So get in now. Get in now so yes. you're ready for those updates when they come. That's right. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Really appreciate you being on, Brett, as Dude, always. I'm always honored to be here. You guys are awesome. Even though <laughs> well, thank you, you use that, that other thing that is never known. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's okay. Me, <laughs> me and three other th- me and three other people are, are fine with that. We're comfortable. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, sir. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. uh, Anytime. Yeah. And Mike, we'll chat later, eh? We will. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.